I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca Amber, your host who, well, if you can tell from the title of this podcast, has recently had a slight breakdown, but also a goddamn breakthrough. So get excited, first get depressed and then get excited. That's the vibe that we are on. Welcome to my very first podcast of 2023. What a year, what a time to be alive. It's going to be a good one. I know it. I just know it. So today I want to explore the idea, the concept that a breakdown must always come before a breakthrough. And I have to say, reflecting on my life, I am a huge believer in this, a huge, huge believer in this. So I have been feeling a little bit flat, a little bit down, and I'm not just talking about 
you know, the five days before my period where I feel like I hate my life. Not that. No, that still came. That was fun. But no, I just mean like a real flatness, a real downness. Since sort of late November, early December through until now. And I think that it has come from a couple factors, mostly two major factors. And I want to just briefly explain this to you to see if you can recognize any of this in your own life, if you can recognize these patterns or maybe uh, what I'm saying kind of resonates with you in any kind of way. So number one, I think the reason that I have been a little bit down is because since that period of time, you know, late November, beginning of December, I found out I was moving house and that is hugely stressful. It's one of the most stressful things you can do. Couple that with it being just before Christmas and the fact that Christmas and New Year is my actual busiest work time of the year. It was bound to send me a little bit grey. But anyway, the first real factor in this was something called a post-goal come down. And this is a real thing. So quite often when you achieve a really big goal, you can actually feel very deflated and you can feel really sort of like, oh, is that it? And that's when people start to explore the idea of the hedonic treadmill and how whilst it's good to achieve things and strive for things, actually learning that inner peace and working on your own self-development and human connection and love is really what will bring us lasting peace and happiness. But having said that, we all want an outdoor pool and a nice house and holidays, right? We all, we want it all and you're allowed to have it all. That is absolutely fine. So I bought my dream home at the beginning of December and I have spent years hustling, like years of my adult life fucking hustling. And it felt like this was kind of the culmination of it. This was kind of the end goal that I'd kind of always uh, pictured for myself. So when I was younger, um, in my early 20s, I no longer felt safe to be at home, to live at home. And so it was my ultimate goal to move to London. And because I am very security driven, I like to feel secure. I like to feel like something's mine. I didn't want to rent forever. And so a huge goal for me was to own a little slice of London and to buy an apartment. And I managed to do that by my sort of mid to late 20s. I don't remember exactly when it was. And that was a huge goal for me. Then Later on, when I got married, I was put into a very uncomfortable financial situation that put my security, everything that I'd worked for, at huge risk. And so once again, I found myself hustling, hustling, hustling to extricate myself from that situation and be able to once again be kind of independent and I guess as risk-free as you can be because that's the sort of bitch I am. I don't like risk. So then I got divorced and I worked really, really hard hustling once more for like a couple of years to provide a home for my true love, my daughter Bohemia. That for me was like a huge goal to be able to provide a home for her near to our family outside of London where she could grow up in a village and go to a nice local school and have nice local friends and all that shit. And that was a fucking hustle. You know, during that period, I didn't really stop working. I worked 15 hour days when I didn't have my daughter, I would Airbnb my flat, I was constantly on the go. And then I of course ended up with a pandemic and finding out I was pregnant with twins. And now I had to provide for three children. And so once again, we go back to that same safe cycle. Can you, are you noticing a, uh, a repeating pattern here? Um, I ended up having to hustle, hustle, hustle again 
to find a home and to be able to afford a home that was big enough for us because truly my old house was very very overcrowded and it's really only now that I'm here I realize quite how overcrowded we were oh my god it's so much easier looking after them here everyone's so much more content everyone's got their own space it has truly made such a huge difference so it was definitely worth doing right but What I find myself at now 37 years of age is that I have spent the majority of my adult life hustling for security, hustling for a home that is safe and um, comfortable enough for me and my children. And now I'm here. I'm done. I've done it. That hustle, that survival, that's all gone. And that is where I felt safe and supported my whole life. And it's really weird. I was listening to... um, I think it was Diary of a CEO. I love that podcast. And what Stephen Bartlett was saying is that actually the survival and the struggle is actually our safety. And that's where we find our safety. And that is definitely true for me. But I now find myself with this dream home that, yes, okay, I have to pay a mortgage. But to be honest, if anything happened, I could easily sell my flat in London and pay the mortgage off tomorrow. It ain't no drama. I don't want to do that. But I, you know, I could do that. And so that level of hustle, that level of struggle, survival has gone that took up so much of my time, space and energy. And I don't berate my old versions of myself and past me for that because it was very necessary to give my family this level of quality of life and I don't regret that but I do find that a big part of my um not my reason for being but of my my meaning has gone you know I never felt so fulfilled as when I was working you know I was building this brand I was doing this podcast I was raising my children I was seeing friends and doing all of the things right in this attempt to reach this goal and now I find myself feeling a little bit flat and a little bit deflated and whilst it would be really easy for me to say Right, I'm going to throw myself into doing my kitchen extension because I'll be real with you. There's still work to do. I still want to get a kitchen extension. I really want an outdoor pool. That is my ultimate dream in life. And then I can cancel my goddamn David Lloyd membership. Um, You know, there are still things that I want to achieve and there's still material things that I want to do. But rather than simply plunging into that next stage of improvement and achieving goals, I really have tried to stop and realise that what I have is enough. Although I may want to achieve more and I will achieve more, that this is enough. There's no need for me to feel the urgency of survival or struggle anymore. And that's difficult. That's difficult for me to process. There is a quote on Instagram that I saw about a year ago and it's fucking haunted me for the entire time that I've been aware of it. And it's this. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. 
There's a difference between being happy and being distracted from sadness. And that has fucking haunted me because I have found it very, very easy, like I say, to feel very fulfilled in my life with, you know, I'm incredibly fucking busy. I'm a single working mum. I am the sole breadwinner of my family. I've got three young children. This is probably the busiest season of my life. I'm lucky enough to have a job that I absolutely adore. So, of course, I want to pour time and energy into it. And it's really easy to make yourself feel busy, to see friends, to make plans, to make travel plans, to go on holiday, to do this, to do that. But I was very aware that whenever things would settle down, if it was i.e. a long weekend or a holiday, like a Christmas holiday or something, that I'd become uncomfortably aware that I am the only adult in my household, that I do not have you know, whilst I have great friendships and I have great family, I don't have that person that I can lay in bed and talk to and be on a journey with and really be like building a life with. I'm talking about a soulmate, a soulmate with preferably a nice dick, <laughs> if I'm honest, if I'm honest with you guys, which of course I always am. And this feeling really culminated into I'm not going to be dramatic, but I'd say a bit of a breakdown that was building up over December and came to a head at Christmas. So Christmas is obviously such a huge pressured time for so many people and it can really bring out trauma, triggers and sadness in so many people for a number of reasons. And I have to say it's never really affected me in the past, but this year was the first one without my little twins, without my little babies. And that's so difficult. I've never woken up on a Christmas morning without any of my children there. Like that was really hard for me. And as much as I said that the 25th didn't matter, you know, it's just a day. Do you even believe that Jesus was born on that day? All the rest of it. It surprisingly affected me. And I think it was partially just bad planning. You know, I just moved two weeks before I was supposed to do a fake Christmas day. It would have all been great, but I just didn't have the time in the end. Everything just got so crazy. And I found myself here on my own with Bo. And Bo was in her own little world. You know, she was waiting for Santa to come. And that's right. She's a child. She should be. I can't share any of this with her. And I'm really lucky I had my sister and a couple of friends that I shared how I was feeling with. But I scared myself and I surprised myself with how low I got so quickly. I felt so low so quickly. I didn't recognize myself. I scared myself and I felt like I was breaking down. I felt so alone for the first time in years. Like I genuinely can hand on heart say I've been really happy being single for years and I've really felt that like I've done podcasts with Paul Brunson, with Anna Williamson, you know, these love experts. And they've always been like, you sound like you're in such a great spot. You don't want a man. And so it sounds like you're in the perfect place to actually get one. And I was like, but I don't really want one. Like I just don't. And I've genuinely not wanted it. But what this breakdown led to was me feeling for the first time in years, years and years and years and years and years that I am actually ready to manifest love into my life, to manifest deep, meaningful connection, a soulmate into my life. And this is something that I have waited for for years and you can't force it. That you cannot force it. I have not felt ready for years. And this breakdown is truly what led to the breakthrough of being ready for this to come into my life. You know, I can completely understand why 
I've spent so many years drowning out the call for deep connection with somebody. Um, and I've drowned it out with achieving, hustling, working, raising children, being busy, seeing friends, all that stuff. And I know why I did it. And I'm, I can forgive myself for why I did it. I did that to keep myself safe and my family safe. I did it to protect my peace because that was the best way I knew how to deal with it at the time with the knowledge that I had. And if you have done any kind of self-development work, you will know that this is a very common way to forgive people that have maybe wronged you in the past, for people that were raised by parents that felt like they didn't raise them in the way that they would have, is you always come back to they did it the best they could with the information and the knowledge that they had at the time and the capabilities they had at the time. And that's how I forgive myself. You know, there could be a part of me that says, why have you waited so long? Why have you waited until you're 37 to finally be ready to be open for love? Well, you know, the past versions of me, I was doing the best I had with the knowledge that I had at that time. I was very busy with other things. You know, when you're raising young children, your priority has to be them. But I have slowly worked on my self-development through the book club and everything else. And I feel like with the things that I've learned, and a lot of these things have been very uncomfortable, they've not been pleasant processes to do. I finally feel like I am now at that point in my life where I'm able to acknowledge it and say, I choose to no longer busy myself with achievements and goals and uh, whatever else. And like I said, you're allowed to still do those things. You best believe 2023, your girl's still going to fucking achieve. I'm still going to set financial goals. I'm still going to improve my home. I'm still going to improve my life. But it will not be at the expense of deeper human connection and at the expense of finding love. It's just not. And there's a real um, there's a real difference there. And I just want to say, if you have recently experienced some kind of breakdown or some sort of low point, I just want to remind you that self-development and life itself is not linear. It's not linear. It's not static. So we will naturally have ups and downs. And I must admit, there were a couple of minutes where I was like, oh my God, I've done all this work on myself. How can I feel like I've taken 10 steps backwards? How can I feel so low? And actually the same happened back in the summer when I had a brief dick appointment and it really brought up things in me that I thought that I had healed. So just a reminder that self-development and this journey on self-awareness is never linear, okay? And you're always going to take little steps back, you're going to have, you know, lows and highs and that's perfectly normal. But I can recognise the reason that I've been the way that I've been. There's in fact, there's a great song by Cat Burns. It's called Emotionally Unavailable. And I feel like this is like the theme tune to my life recently. I just want to tell you some of the lyrics because honestly, please go and listen to this song after because it's it speaks so much to me. So anyway, it's situationships and one night stands, commitment issues. If something's wrong, we pack our bags because we've got five on the go and they already know because no one wants one person to have that much control over their hearts. Childhood trauma makes it so hard. It goes on and on and on. I have been so scared to let somebody in for someone to have that control over my heart and my life. It's fucking terrifying, but I'm ready to face that fear and this low was super necessary for that breakthrough to happen. And I know that in a year's time, two years time, whenever it may be, when I am living with the love of my life and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I had that little low breakdown. I'm so glad I had that period of time where I felt really lonely and I had to feel that low 
to be able to push through and have the breakthrough. Because if you're just comfortable and you're plodding along and you're like, oh, I'm really busy. Oh God, I've, I've got friends every night. I remember saying to Amy Hart, Amy Hart, who's in Love Island, she said, I literally see three different friends a day. Like I'll go out for lunch with one, I'll go out for dinner with one, I'll go out for drinks with one. And I remember saying to her, that's all well and good and it's great to have a great social life. But if you don't create the space for someone to enter, like the universe will always fill any vacuum that you create. If you are filling up your time with goals, accomplishments, like friends, going out, travel, whatever, you're not allowing any kind of space to exist to really discover what you want to bring in. And so this was really necessary. This hitting this rock bottom was really necessary for me to rediscover what it is that I really, really want. And you too can turn your breakdown into a breakthrough. But if you're not in tune with yourself, if you are not so self-aware, it can be really hard to be aware of the benefits that this can bring to you, the benefits that this discomfort can bring to your life if you are in tune to it and you can see the breakthrough for what it is. And I think that will bring comfort to you, right? If you are going through a tough time, if you're going through some sort of breakdown, this will bring intense comfort to you to know that this is for a greater good. So how can you learn from your breakdown and embrace the breakthrough? So, so many of you, I'm sure, will be going through a fight right now, wondering why, why? But remember, character cannot be built by just taking the easy road all the time. You've never met anyone with great character that just nothing has ever happened to. Like they've never had a struggle. They've never had anything bad happen. They've never had any kind of self-development work. Like they're just not. And the strength that you require to do what you want to do with your life and be who you want to be and go where you want to go, that requires experience and resilience. And you can only build that one way. We're so busy these days that we often don't pause to reset and think about what we really really want or need in our lives. We ignore our biggest calling because quite often the biggest callings can be too scary, too disruptive or too difficult to acknowledge. And that's why it sounds wild and obviously you don't want to attract a breakdown into your life. But that's why sometimes a good breakdown or a meltdown is often exactly what we need to hit that reset button. So like I say, if I hadn't had this real low period in my life, I could have quite easily just gone on to make more material goals and more things for next year, to become wealthier, to acquire more material things or stuff, to occupy my mind, lots of travel, seeing friends or whatever. But instead, this low point, it gave me real clarity on what I want the theme of my 2023 to be. And that is deep love and connection. And I say that that I want to meet my soulmate. But I don't want to put pressure on that is the only deep connection I want. I've actually expanded this to be through my friendships, through my work, through everything. I want that deep human connection. There's a lot of friends I feel incredibly close to. And in 2022, I barely saw them because I haven't prioritized deep human connection. That wasn't my priority of the year. That wasn't something I was really focusing on. And so don't feel like this has to be just through a soulmate. You know, it can be through any kind of human connection in your life. So the amazing Deepak Chopra has a great article on his website about how you can identify the lessons and the gift or the wisdom that was made available to you as a result of your breakdown. And it's a three-step process to look back and reflect on your breakdown in your life where you thought things were going to shit and actually see how it may have elevated you to where you need to be. So step one is 
What was the overall pattern you were running at the time that led to the build-up of energy? Step two is, what were you ignoring at that time that if you had paid closer attention to and taken action to resolve would have enabled you to bring your life back into harmony? And step three, how were you able to rise up and become stronger in your resolve once you took the time to rebuild? In other words, what did you learn about yourself and the experience? Now, as I read this, I think of my example of when I thought my life completely broke down. I mean, everything fell apart. My living situation, my work, my income, my social life, my everything where the pandemic hit. I just moved to a new place. I got pregnant with twins. I lost my business. I lost my income. I couldn't leave my house. It felt like everything had broken down. But if I look back to step one and I think, what was the overall pattern that led up to that? My life was like a finely tuned fucking machine. Like it really relied on strict timetables of I need to get this train. I need to be here at this time. I need to be back at this time. And any little thing would have like tilted it off balance. And it was quite stressful. And I wasn't being honest with myself, which leads me to step two, which is what were you ignoring at that time, which if you had paid closer attention to and taken the time to resolve, would enable you to bring your life back into harmony. So for me, I was ignoring the fact that I had moved two hours away and I was living this new life that I really wanted to embrace. I wanted to have local community. I wanted to live this country life. And yet I still had an entire foot, like half my fucking body in London because I was spending half of my week there and it wasn't really conducive to building a new life somewhere else. And it's wild, but having that breakdown of everything fucking up and stopping really forced me to reassess my life and start a new business and start a new life that I could do from home. You know, I was wild thinking that I could have twin babies. I was going to strap one to my front, one to my back, get on a train, do 15 hour days of lashes, go back to my flat, ask my ex to sit in my flat so that I could go back and breastfeed them every hour. Like what the fuck was I thinking? But That's what I genuinely thought was the best answer. Like at the time, I couldn't see beyond my nose. Like I just thought that is the best answer. If I had not had that breakdown, if my whole life had not broken to pieces, I would never have had the setup that I have now, which is 100% better. You know, I managed to have my children in bare minimum of nursery, the minimum they do, like a day and a half a week. And I managed to get all of my work done in that time. And if it overflows, I can do it at night from home remotely at a time to suit me. You know, if someone wakes up, it's not like I've got a lash client there and I've got to be like, oh, sorry, my baby's woken up. Like I can stop recording if a baby wakes up. It is completely different. And so, yeah, how are you able to rise up step three and overcome um, and rebuild? Basically, I completely rebuilt my life. So I want you to take those three steps and apply them to whatever breakthrough you've had in the past in your life, breakthrough or breakdown, however you want to look at it. Um, And see how your life has got better because of that. You know, I could apply that to my situation right now. What was the overall pattern you were running at the time in the lead up to it? Well, the overall pattern was I would often make myself really busy with work and fulfilling things like going out with friends and, you know, travel plans and spending time with my children and achieving more stuff. Because I really wanted to ignore step two. What was I ignoring? The fact that there were times where I felt really lonely, where you know, friendships and family and children just weren't 
cutting it and that actually there was something missing which was a deep connection to one person like your person that's what I was really missing and I was ignoring that and step three how was I able to rise up and become stronger and rebuild well basically what I learned about myself is I'm finally at the point in my self-development to be able to recognize that I do want love in my life and I am open to welcoming love and a soulmate into my life and I have taken steps already your girl's already been on a fucking date she does not let the grass grow beneath her feet no I got on hinge and I went on a date with like some tall football agent who's quite hot who lives like 40 minutes from me so yeah basically your girl's getting on hinge your girl's getting on raya um I'm putting a plan of action in place because the law of attraction loves some action. But also I am handing this over to the universe and asking for divine intervention. I'm asking to manifest this into my life and the combination of two will be fantastic. Anyway, I hope this has really helped you today. I hope that if you have recently experienced some kind of breakdown that you can apply these steps and these lessons and these real life experiences to your own life and see where what you thought was a negative experience is actually a really beautiful lesson for you. So I guess the upshot of this is that I am ready for love and I hope you are too because on Valentine's Day this year, yes, a mere, what, five weeks away, um, I am going to be launching a Manifesting Love workshop. I think it's going to be about six weeks long. It has not been finalized yet, but it is an intense, powerful manifestation process. And I've done this with so many areas of my life. I've done it with money. I've done it with, you know, so many areas that have worked perfectly and I'm finally ready to apply all of this to love and I'm so excited for it I feel like Valentine's Day is the perfect day to start it Um, and if you want to come and join me for that nothing is live on my website yet but if you go to my website francescaamber.com or follow me on Instagram at francescaamber or at law of attraction change my life I'll be posting updates there of when um, it's going to be available and when you can sign up I'm very excited for it because I'm looking forward to some dick and some Netflix and chill and holidays and snuggles and talking in bed at night and all the things all the things so if you want to sign up keep your eyes peeled and it will be coming out soon um in the meantime i do have a subliminal called manifesting your soulmate which i created a long time ago and i never listened to it and just recently just since the beginning of this year i've started incorporating it into my sort of daily routine so i'd say i listen to the manifesting a soulmate one probably about three or four times a week and i'm just really breaking down those internal blocks which i'm sure there are still some i know that this is not gonna be an easy road i'm no fool like i know there's going to be blocks that come up I know that there's going to be old triggers and old wounds that come up Um, so I'm playing that subliminal to myself regularly to help work through those subconsciously whilst I am whilst I'm swiping basically healing while she's swiping if you enjoyed today's episode I would love it if you could rate review and subscribe that'd be incredible And if you want to hear more, I do have a monthly book club. We are currently doing The Magic, which is a 28-day gratitude process. You can easily catch up. Um, It's an amazing process. On day three, already something pretty wild had happened to me. And it's been lovely. So if you want to come and join us, um, again, everything's on FrancescaAmber.com. I have a range of subliminals. I have some workshops, some online workshops that you can do. I have my New Year's Day goal setting party, which is a really amazing process. It takes about two hours, two and a half hours of how to 
plan and curate the year of your dreams, the best year of your life. Um, it's really lovely to do. And it doesn't matter that we're the first week into January. Like time is just a social construct. Like what the fuck? First of January, what does that even mean? If you want to do it anytime in January, it's going to be available until I think the end of January or maybe the end of February. I can't remember. Um, so take advantage of that while you can. It is 33.33 and you get a two and a half hour uh, video guiding you through the whole process. And then there's also a PDF workbook that you can print or you can edit online and you can put all of your goals in. And yeah, it's really, really helpful. I have used that to set my goals for the last few years and it's been game changing, to be honest with you. Anyway, thank you for joining me again for another week. I've loved being here with you. And remember, the law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartley? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details